BeastNet podcast, sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness-related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's Lisa from BeastNet Podcast, and tonight we're talking with Kayla Fishman. And Kayla, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself real quick? Well, I am originally from Montana, recently got married and moved to California. I am technically the de facto captain of the 406 Spartans, which is the Spartan team out of Montana. 406 just being because Montana has an entire area code of 406. There's no other area codes in Montana. Um, and I have been racing Spartans since 2014. Since then I've done, um, I think it was 30 races and counting. And I'm a little disappointed that 2020 has turned out the way it has. <laughs> ah, me too. <laughs> so having the 406 Spartans, um, how long have you guys been like an official team? Uh, just a couple of years. We The page itself was created by Brett Gallo, who started his own teams, other, had other names, but then it just kind of grew and th- grew. And then for 2019, I had a goal to kind of get the biggest, te- the biggest team for the sprint in Montana, because we'd never had that honor before and made a big push to sign up anybody and everybody we could under the 406 Spartans just to kind of collectively get all of our teams together and under one roof. And we ended up beating out beasts OCR for that (laughs) biggest team slot for the sprint. And then I just, I was, um, I had somebody reach out to me and we just kind of have a collaborative, you know, we'll sign up under them for West coast races as they come to Montana and sign up under us. So. That's fantastic. Um, it looks like you guys are working on something else as well. Um, you're trying to build a community of cross-training athletes. Tell me a little bit more about that. So my husband and I had this great idea of, cause he's never done a Spartan and he is really eager to try to start. And he's studying kinesiology with, and a degree um, in, in athletic training. So he just, he's very into fitness. He's very into community. He's a really outgoing guy. And we both love being active. And his idea is, you know, to, cause training is always more fun with people. And especially training is fun. If you're training, if you're working out with somebody who knows what they're doing, like be it rock climbing or um, off-road biking or running, if you have yeah. somebody who's, who's pretty experienced in that, it's just more fun and you gain a lot more knowledge. And so what we want to do is reach out to members, not only in our area, we're up in Humboldt County, California, Um, but just all over the place and just kind of grow and maybe get people interested in other towns about getting together with people who have different talents and, and, you know, uh, specific ways they exercise and just getting them together to just kind of open, Oh, you know, expand people's horizons and them working out in a different way, more athletic training than just one specific thing. That's absolutely amazing, especially when, like, I know for BeastNet, we still go out. They We haven't done, like, a monthly workout or anything like that. But to actually have somebody to consistently train with in other aspects, you know, like you said, whether it be biking, you know, running, whatever, that's a great way to facilitate some excellent cross uh, 
cross training for things, which helps a lot in OCR. Mm -hmm. Um, how are you guys trying to just start out like in Humboldt County or the city you're in or what's your mainly Humboldt County, because the, the city that we're in, it's, we're close to Eureka in a town called McKinleyville and the area itself is very rural. So it, Eureka is the largest city nearby. And so all of Humboldt County is kind of spread out. And we would like to just reach out across all areas because a lot of people, uh, there's a trail that runs along the ocean called the Hammond Trail. And a lot of people utilize that trail for their own workouts. What we would like to do is kind of get those people together, plan a time to work out and then have just all, you know, everybody have fun learning different things. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, when you started your racing, said 2014, were you a part of the original sprint up in Montana or did you start after that? No, I was. So the first year that the sprint was held in Montana, I did not attend. But the second year is when I started with my Spartans. And since then, I've made it a point, obviously, to make every Montana race a priority. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I missed the first one, but the second one was also a founder's race in Montana and was quite an amazing experience. Yes. I remember that one very well. That was my first beast. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, was not prepared for that as well as I thought I was. Um, but yeah, that was my first beast and that founders, um, the founders medal is one of my favorite medals that I have of Spartans and, Oh, it's got some memories behind it too. <laughs> sure, yeah. I think that's probably the, I mean, that's one of the most unique medals is from the earlier years. So it's really nice to have one. Yes. Um, what are you looking at projecting into the next year? Cause you know, like most of us who do obstacle course racing, there's not a lot of us who are able to race this year and this year's just kind of turned into a, wow, what really yeah. just happened? <laughs> And, you know, with not having a race to prepare for, training just kind of came to a screeching halt. But for the next year, my husband and I want to at least alternate months going to races because we want to get to as many races as we can. And with a goal of getting to Greece in November. So we're not only going to be looking at Spartan races, but we're going to be researching other events either in our area or at least, you know, close by whether yeah. it be course racing or trail racing or anything that just gets us out and moving and just can kind of keep us fit and prepared for the Spartan. That's fantastic. So you're looking to head to the Spartan uh, trifecta championship. Yes, I was actually registered, <clears throat> excuse me, for it this year, but because of everything that happened, um, the registration got deferred and pushed to 2021. So I'm it's there. That's the goal. We're going to start, you know, that's, that's what we want to reach for And luckily we have about 11 months to do it. That's fantastic. Um, is that like the top thing? Do you have other races that you want to do Spartan wise? Have you done an ultra or anything like that? So I attempted the Killington ultra in 2019. That was a I don't know if you heard about that one at all. It was brutal. And so I unfortunately DNF'd, but Every year I set a goal race for myself. 2019, it was Killington. This year was supposed to be Greece. And so that has been pushed to 2021. Perfect. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I I did one ultra, yeah, the Breckenridge ultra in 2017, which was, I mean, amazing. And so it's from there, I would like to start looking at more, the more endurance events, but 
got to get there first. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, with the 406 Spartans, are you still going to remain being a captain? Or are you going to pass the baton over to somebody else? How's that going to work with um, your move to California and everything? You know, I hadn't really thought about it. I would more, you know, I'd be more than happy to pass the baton to somebody who is just as enthusiastic about it as I am. And I know that there are several members of our team who fill fill that role very well. Um, I don't know. I kind of, I hesitate to give up my captain position, but I know being in California, it's going to be a little bit harder to maintain maintain that. So I probably will look at setting that aside and letting somebody else take the reins. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. Are you guys planning on going to Montana in 2021? Is that kind of in your scope of races? Yes, absolutely. I'm actually registered for the ultra and the super and we haven't quite decided what my husband is going to be registered for yet, but Montana is a definite requirement. We actually, <laughs> he's got a little girl and she's very, you know, outdoorsy and, yeah. she's and so we're going to get her into the kids races too and get her running these early. Oh, fantastic. That's awesome. Um, I did the same thing. My daughter was a little bit older, but um, I think I started her when she was 11 or 12. And um, I think when she was 13 or 14, she finished her first actual trifecta. Um, Good for her. Wow. Yeah. She outgrew. They Before they changed the kids' courses, she outgrew the kids' course. Like she's was tall enough, tall as a full grown woman and weighed about as much. And she was only like 13. I think she was 13 or 14. And so I got her in so she could race. Cause I didn't want her to have to feel like she wasn't trying or she was trying, but it just wasn't enough for her to be on the kids courses. But I love what they've done with the kids courses and started, you know, the trifecta for the kids, which that's right. pretty amazing. Yeah, that's kind of, um, depending on how, how our little girl does, we might see about getting her into tri- the kids trifecta, but she hasn't raced yet either. She's really excited and eager to do so, but um, just got to see how she does too and, and ask her what she likes because we know that, you know, it's, if they don't want to do it, they're not going to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I've learned that one too. <laughs> um, with... This year, and you're not like you're not really training for races. Have you still kept up some amount of training, or is just other things just kind of can't come to the forefront this year for you? Um, I haven't kept up the training as much as I would like, but I am also a fitness instructor. So, unfortunately, the gyms here just recently closed again, and but I was teaching regularly at a gym here in the area, so that at least can kind of help me keep keep in some sort of shape to kick my training into higher gear as we get closer to, to race time. To race time. That's awesome. Um, so you've done multiple Spartan races. Are there any other races that you've done that you enjoy or you look forward to attempting or trying? The only other kind of race I've done was the Zion half marathon, which was amazing in itself. And I kind of want to start gearing more towards the, the marathon half marathons. I don't think I'm not right, quite ready for a marathon yet, but <laughs> I know the national park series, I would love to try and hit a race a year, you know, at, for the national park series, just because it gets you into some really beautiful areas and you're running through it at dawn. And it's just 
So oh, wow, that would be amazing in Zion. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> um, so you're just starting to get into the half marathons. What you got into um, the road racing? <laughs> Pure pressure. Losing <laughs> 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 me out. Um, one of my Spartan teammates said that she was registering for this this half marathon, and here's the link if anyone wants to go do it. And I wasn't really interested. And then she messaged that one of our other friends had already signed up. And I'm like, well, if he's going to go, I'm going to go. And so that was kind of, we needed a trip down there, just uh, five of us, five of us, but we've all run the Spartan together. So that was kind of, that was awesome. (laughs) That seems to be what happens with, um, when you get into a team or you get close friends through obstacle course racing, it's funny how the next thing, you know, it's, oh, we're doing this you should join us. And you're like, Oh, okay. And then you realize you're like, wait a minute, what I just get myself into? Well, that's actually <laughs> it's interesting that you say that because we, we actually 20, no, I don't even remember what year it was 2019. Uh, 12 of us went and did the hood to coast relay. So 200 mile relay race. And that was actually an idea born of when we were hanging around before a spart on a Spartan race weekend. And, and I said, Hey, what about this? And they all looked at it and went, yeah, let's go do that. <laughs> how was that race? I've seen a lot of people do that race. And how was the relay? That was a really amazing experience. Just the way it was run. It's, it's pretty seamless the way they have things worked out and it was, you're running through traffic you're running through countryside you end up you know at whatever elevation mount hood is down to sea level and just i'm pretty sure over in the 36 hours that we ran i got two hours of sleep so yeah you're not only running exhausted on lack of sleep but you're having to make sure that you're where you're supposed to be when your teammates gonna arrive to show you know show up and everybody runs at their a different pace each leg is a different distance. And so you kind of have to also gauge how fast your runner is and how much time you have to get from checkpoint to checkpoint. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Um, wow. I can't imagine doing a race like that on so little sleep. Uh, (laughs) what did you, what did you do to prepare for that? I don't think I did actually. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember actually preparing for that one. I think just my, my basic fitness level for Spartans that year was kind was keeping me conditioned enough. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, is there a year in Montana that was a favorite for you? Was it the founders race that you did? Was it a couple of years later? Is there any particular year, the way they set the race up for you that you like better than the others? I can't really think of one that stands out. Uh, each one has had its its own special moments, so I can't really pick a favorite. I just know that that's where I used to live, you know, looking out over those views and going, yeah, that's, that's really great. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> where other people are stopping and taking pictures, which it's very picture worthy, but I'm really, let me go. I want to go race. Let's go race. <laughs> I think you kind of get blind to your own beauty of your area when you have done it multiple times or you live there all the time, you know, Seattle race. It's like, okay, we're in Seattle or Snohomish. And yeah. It's like, woo, 
but like going to Montana is amazing for us. It's just the different scenery. The mountains are beautiful. And that course is, um, it's challenging to say it the is. least. Yes. <laughs> to say the least. Um, yeah, you think you're at the top of the hill and it keeps going. You're like, oh, this is a mountain. It's not a hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with what you're trying to build with the train, the community of, you know, cross training and stuff, do you already have some contacts or are you guys still like in the building process of it? We're still very much in the building process of it. We have, my husband will talk to anybody who looks like they're out for exercise or we went and talked to some bike, you know, some people we met on the bike path on Thanksgiving and just asking them because they looked like they were very accomplished. Um, what groups in the, are in the area? Cause we're both fairly new to this area and especially to this kind of community of athletes yeah. that we want to build. So we'll talk to anybody we, we can. Um, but we've got a couple of face, we've got a Facebook page that my husband set up called the bench connection where people can post their workout. Um, if you, people are looking for inspiration or they can come on and say, Hey, I'm going to go work out at this time here, you know, and come feel free to join me. If you need to bring anything here, bring, bring this. So, um, we're hoping to build pretty, you know, we're hoping to build it as big as we can, just because it's something that we both feel very passionately about. That's absolutely fantastic. Um, with I, after expanding out of like Humboldt County, are you looking forward to having a bigger community of that? I mean, pretty much have the entire West Coast that you can reach out to. Um, are you looking even more nationally with that, just to set up different? Um, I wouldn't say. Uh, like different teams, different, you know, partners with other people. You know, it would be great to, to see it go to a national level right now. I think just getting, just getting it going and even getting, if we can get the West coast, you know, pretty interested in this kind of thing, then we'll be good. And then from there probably build and go, go from there just because we both love to travel and with Spartan races being all over the country, then we have a, really good opportunity to actually network with a lot of different people. So we're hoping definitely to make it as big as we can. That is so amazing. Uh, with everything that's gone on, trying to train, how are you doing with keeping like the mental side of it more positive and going? I know there's so many people within the sport of OCR. There's a lot of people struggling, you know, jobs, training, races being gone. How are you guys managing that aspect of all of this? You know, I'm not going to lie. It's been a, it's been a pretty big struggle for us as well, but just getting up and setting a goal and just knowing what we're working for. And really in all reality, it's not that far away. We're looking to go to, I think it's San Jose that's in February. And that's only, that is only a couple of months and you need that kind of training time, especially when we're, he's new and I've been out of racing for over a year now that that's kind of our, that's what we're looking forward to. And daylight savings time, again, kind of puts a kink into things, but <laughs> that's another statement. Yeah. <laughs> um, with that being a struggle, I think you're completely right. Having a goal, having something set to work towards. I know the beginning of this, it just seems so, um, it was kind of daunting because you didn't know what to expect. And then towards like the last couple months, you're like, okay, 2020 is done. We're not racing. 
at least here on the West Coast, we weren't racing. Mm-hmm. Now starting to look forward to, okay, when's the first race that I can hopefully fingers crossed get to in 2021? Um, do you guys have like a contingency plan to if things haven't improved by February? Are you looking further out for races too, just to continue to have the goal set to work towards? Um, we don't really have a contingency plan set. I think we're both going to start. Um, <laughs> I, we've, we've talked, I mean, just one of those things where just looking at different races in the area, which ones are canceled, which ones aren't and seeing, I'm actually looking a lot to virtual races as well, just because it, it may be on the honor system, but it's still something to, to go for. And if you have that something that you're, you know, a little metal, and if you tell yourself, Hey, I'm not going to wear that metal, or I'm not going to take a picture with that metal until I've completed this race. It's, I think that's probably, if you set little things, you know, just the little, yeah. the little things that you can look forward to. Yes. Fully agree. It's daunting at times, but, um, it's, you got to have something to look forward to. And I know, um, I know for us, like up here in Washington, it's okay. What little races, what local races can we go to? If we can't, you know, the bigger races aren't a possibility are the local races, a possibility and trying to get out and supporting them, whether they're, you know, obstacle course races, whether they're like five K's that they put on around, you know, the local area, we're trying to branch out to those as well as the bigger companies, just so we can help keep the smaller ones afloat. Are you looking at some of the smaller local races and stuff within your area as well? Absolutely. Yeah. There's a, a half marathon called the, uh, the, Oh, it's in the Avenue of the giants. And it's unfortunately on the same weekend that the Montana Spartan is for next year, 2021, which was something I did want to go do. So that might have to be postponed for another time, but there's, you know, there's little local five K's to kind of break the winter doldrums. I think there's one in February that's down on one of the local beaches and it's just a five K or a 10 K it's not nothing too overblown, but yeah, Yeah. we we want to, look at local races and just to, just to support them in the area. And again, to meet people and to kind of get our, our idea out there. And yeah, I was just going to say that networking is, I mean, it's huge. And when you get involved with some of the smaller races, it's amazing how far that networking starts to spread out because one person's connected to this person, connected to this person, connected to this person. And it's pretty incredible to see, how wide that web is of the networking between the races and, you know, the different communities. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing how things can grow just from putting the word out there. Yes. (laughs) I've seen that quite a bit, even just here with the podcast and the people that I've, I've met and I didn't realize, you know, Oh, this person knows this person knows this, I'm like, wow, everybody's a little bit more connected than I thought. Mm -hmm. Um, with everything that's going on, what you're trying to build, how was it with, you know, you just got married, you moved and getting all these things combined. Like, it seems like you've had a lot going on this year, even if you weren't racing, was it 
a stressful thing? Or is it a pretty easy transition to go from Montana to California? How was that all for you with everything happening right now? That was a really stressful time. And it still kind of is a little bit stressful just trying to, to now get out and meet people. And with we're actually in the purple tier now, which means we're the highest threat. And it's just it's hard to meet people. It's hard to have anything to look, you can't go out and eat, you can't go to the gym. So it's, it's been a struggle for sure, but it's a beautiful area and the beach is just a mile away and there's beauty. We're up in the, the redwood forest. So it's even, Oh you know, wow. Yeah. Nature like that. So it's having that, having the outdoors to kind of retreat <laughs> to is, is, definitely a saving grace. Um, because I come from a small town in Montana. So if I had moved into a big city, I'd probably be, be a little bit harder going for me, but yeah, it's luckily I've got a really amazing husband. He's very supportive and he is very patient. So it's, (laughs) it's just, it's been nice. It's, he's been helping me get out and just explore the area because he knows where to go. He's been here a little bit longer than I have. So that's awesome. I would imagine to keep a social, any kind of social life um, right now. I know it's hard for me. I live out on the North Olympic Peninsula in Washington. I'm like as far out as most of people can be. And it is difficult because you have like your small group of people that you you want to interact in, but you're afraid to interact in. And, you know, there's only so much you can do, like Zoom meetings and stuff. But I feel like that in-person social interaction, I miss that more than I do most things. Yeah, it's, I luckily am still able to work and have been working ever since COVID really took off. Um, But it is, it's having, not having the, being able to hug somebody for their birthday, you know, oh, don't want to do that, you know. Yes. But (laughs) uh, just, it is, it's really, I've noticed a lot how much I've relied on the social interaction of the gym and just anywhere else where people were there to be better and be happy. And I think just people are so fed up with all the restrictions that it's just, it's starting to wear on a lot of people. Yes, it is. I see that on the daily. I work in the chiropractic office. We've been open the entire time and I can I see it in our patients. I see it when they come in and just how they answer their the questions that we ask them and it's just it's kind of heartbreaking in some aspects and the other it's like okay, at least we can interact with these people here and hopefully make their day a little bit better by what little interaction they get with somebody and mm-hmm. I try to keep that in mind even when I go to the grocery store um because I really you know those people haven't had a break either. They're working their butts off and ex- possibly exposed more than most people. So it's just a matter of being kind to everybody. But like mm-hmm. you said, it's the, you know, being able to hug your friends when you see them and, you know, birthdays and stuff. And it's just like, <sighs> I'm ready to be able to hug people more often. <laughs> Absolutely. Um so you've, you work in the fitness industry. How, how has that been for you? Like you just got closed down. Have you been able to stay open most of the time or have you gone through periodic shutdowns with everything? 
the gym that I t- taught at was open for a couple of months before I moved over. I moved, uh, moved to California at the end of July and they had been open for a couple of months. So they were just starting to actually lift a lot of their restrictions and allow more people in class. I mean, we had a meeting one week where we're like, okay, well, we're going to allow this many people in class now because things are starting to quiet down to the next week we were shut down. So it's, and it's just kind of, it's a, we have to wait and see what happens. Um, Our cases skyrocketed. So it's happened really quickly. And I think is a lot of a shock for a lot of people. We're having the same issue out here too, is we, it was really quiet in our area. We didn't have a whole lot. And then in the last, I think three weeks, our cases have just skyrocketed here and um, going through the same thing. Our gyms are closed. Our restaurants are closed. Um, but it was nice to see them open for a little while because you could almost feel a difference in people when they were able to get out and, you know, even if it was a socially distanced, you know, eating at the restaurant or going to the gym, you just could see that uplift in people like, oh, okay, a little bit of normalcy is happening right now. Yeah. Yep. And then to have it just taken in, away again. Yeah, taken away again. And even, I think, even more so than it originally was, too. I know that a lot of the restaurants were closed and the gyms were closed, but I think that the, because we're, fairly secluded it hadn't really hit us very hard so but yeah it just I think and it happened right well, about right around Thanksgiving right right before Thanksgiving everything just kind of went crazy so yeah ours have been I think with between Thanksgiving and now they've just skyrocketed um with your fitness classes and everything. What kind of classes do you teach yourself? I was teaching a, a, it was Les Mills body pump. If you never heard of Les Mills body pump, it's just, it's a low weight, high rep, uh, total body toning workout. So it works all of your muscles building lean muscle, which is really, I think what athletes are looking for. Cause they don't want to be too bulky. Yeah. Um, and I'm also certified, but was not teaching. It's just a couple of cardio classes. Um, so just yeah (laughs) (laughs) um with everything that's going on what's hopefully going to happen the next year do you have any words or piece of advice for anybody who's like wanting to get started to get training or struggling to keep training any advice there for anybody um I would just try and keep your training as like (sighs) trying to think of the right word as multi-surface surface as you can. Like if you're, if you're looking to train as an athlete, do a whole myriad of cross training. Um, but I don't know. I mean, for someone who's never run a Spartan race and who's looking at it, especially as 2021 is coming up, I would just say, go for it, sign up and show up. I mean, it's kind of what Joe DeSena says, show up. Yep. And once you're there, the momentum and the energy, I think would just be, it would be impossible not to have fun. And it's a challenge, but it's totally doable. You look around and you're going, these are the people that are finishing these races. I mean, Casey McAllister is a, f- such an inspiration. Yes. I don't want anyone to be like, I can't do a Spartan race. Look at him. Look at what he's accomplished. Yes. So it's, 
it's definitely something that I try and tell people, you don't have to be an athlete. You don't have to be in a super good shape. You don't have to run. You can walk it. A lot of people, especially with the Montana race, like, <laughs> I'm not a runner. You don't have to be a runner in Montana. You have to be a hiker. Can you walk? Good. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> that is an understatement for Montana. You got to be able to hike. <laughs> so just, I don't know, just sign up for something and that's what you can go for. And then you can go for something bigger. Once you've accomplished what you, what you set out to do, you can see what you're capable of and you can go for bigger next time. Completely true. Completely true. I have done that myself and and pushing myself this next year to do the same thing. I kind of know where I'm at, where I need to be and where I want to be. And, you know, that first race, you kind of get an idea. Okay. This is where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. What's the next step? (laughs) Where's my next goal going to be? Um, so 406 Spartans, they're on Facebook and what is the, the group for what you and your husband are trying to build? It's called the bench connection. Okay. And is that more for people like all over or are you still trying to stick with like California, West coast? No, it's definitely for all huh. whoever wants to come join that page because you never know people in your area might come join. And so you can network with them, with those people in your area as well. So anybody is, is welcome. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, thank you so much for coming on Kayla. It's been a pleasure talking to you and I look forward to seeing you at a race at some point, hopefully Montana fingers crossed that happens this year. Um, well, thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And I look forward to hearing from you guys again and seeing where you go with the bench connection and with your race goals. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Have a wonderful evening. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear.